Ah, sit on down. On? At the nine-foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. It started with the broadcast basement. Twelve years that show ran for. Uh, for about a year and a half, people listened to it. Otherwise, nobody did. <laughs> turned into the EP podcast, serving Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. It turned into Socks in the Basement, the number one White Sox podcast in all the land, Windy City Slam, and all these other podcasts that are part of the broadcast basement on-demand radio network. And now we have South Side Pod. My name is Chris Lanuti. I'm Wild Bill. Bill is sitting over there at the this end of the This is the culmination. Yeah, this is a big thing. It's, you're like how this is a lot of podcasts you're involved with. It's a lot of podcasts. You're like the Abe Froman of podcasts. <laughs> right? You're the podcast king of Chicago. I'm the podcast king. Can we king start of calling you that? You can do that. Well, I'm from fine now with on, that. I would just say, hi, I'm Chris Lanuti, the podcast king of Chicago. Because if you say things enough, people start believing them. It right? might be true. All right. It, it might actually be true. Actually, all right. I mean, we've done a lot of these things and you know and they're going to strong. Like this is this is also the culmination of when I told Bill I was gonna quit my job. And become a professional podcaster. And I said, you're crazy. <laughs> like, I literally had a conversation with my wife, said, I think we should start a GoFundMe for him because I'm worried about him. And now. However. And now it's working. You're successful. <laughs> Damn it. You son of a bitch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm going to tell everybody a little bit about what this, this podcast is going to entail. You're going to hear a lot of different people on this show. Hannah Beth is what she goes by. Uh, she's a good friend. She pops in on the EP podcast. She's one of the co-hosts on that. She's also going to every once in a while help out with things that happen here. You're going to hear Wild Bill and also Acoustic Mike. Uh, they form the band. Are you still calling it the same name, D22 from District 22? I, I suppose so. It's, we have, you can always change it. New podcast, new band name. I don't true. care, man. Think about it. Maybe we'll let people name your band. I don't I know. I would like that. Yeah. We're also going to bring you some really cool stuff. I'm talking restaurant reviews, where we sit down, we talk with the local business, we eat their food, uh, we drink their libations, and we have a really fun conversation with them. We've got a lot of those. Breweries. The South Side has so many good breweries, and nobody talks about it. I mean, think about this, Bill. If I went on Google right now, and I said, what are the top 20 restaurants? What are the top 20 breweries? What are the top 20 places to get a slice of pizza? 19 out of 20, if not 20 out of 20, are downtown or north yeah. side. Nobody and, remembers the and south you know side. What the, the, the south side will be like the south loop. Right. Yeah. Right? That's, oh, there's one on the south side. <laughs> In the south it's loop. It's on 16th and Michigan. <laughs> like, no, that's not how it works. Like, right. when, you, when you get that little piece of paper on the, on the, on the Fridays and, the, in the, in like, the Sun-Times or the Trib that tells you about the weekend updates, like, there's nothing in there on right. the south side they never mention any festival like Nothing. that's another thing like i when the world gets back to normal and i believe it's coming very soon now as soon as we get this vaccine and all the old now, people i want church carnivals back yeah i want that right? i want to i want to go to like a local south side church carnival eat uh eat cotton candy and talk right. to the locals that's what ride i want to do zipper yes no i don't want to ride the zipper <laughs> have you seen the guys that put those together yeah no not a not chance good. not good <laughs> However, then again, I don't want to insult those people. We don't know. We might be huge with carnies if I don't insult right, them. Right. That's so. the next podcast on the uh, the broadcast base of a network is the Carney podcast. That's a great idea, Chris. Go with that one. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Tobias Sishan, he is one of the owners of Rabbit Brewery. This place is really interesting. Like, here's the funny thing. 
I've been to so many different breweries, and everybody wants to look hip. Everybody wants to like have that clean look. It's like I'm in a warehouse. There's chalkboards. There's heavy metal music. There's dragons on the wall. I'm digging it, man. Where, where does the vibe come from? Well, I'm really into mythology. I've been a um, I've been a creative writer all my life, and uh, often delve into fantasy. And uh, and so I like as as we pull the the different styles of beers from around the world. I also do the same with basically our aesthetic. Um, I feel like. You know, we should be able to draw from mythologies around the world and even invent our own. The location ended up being uh, what it was because it was the best thing available for us. We wanted to be here in Homewood um, because we live here and we love it here. And so that's why we did that. But uh, the, the rest of it was, I mean, you know, a, lo a lot of the breweries that start today start up with a massive budget and we only started with uh, $250,000 everybody else it's much more than I started with my podcast network so I'm kind of I'm kind of jealous <laughs> yes <laughs> well I mean when it when it comes down to it you look at a lot of these places that open up their brew houses themselves just like just where they cook the beer that part alone costs around $180,000. We did ours for about $20,000. And so we don't have a lot of the automation that they do, but you know, we did what we could with what we had. Trying a couple of different beers here. So I'm having the Dwarves of Doom, and then I'm having Zool, which I think is just an awesome name for a beer. <laughs> But uh, I've been drinking Dwarves of Doom here for a little bit here. This is an Imperial Chocolate Coffee Stout. How long have you been making this? Well, we started, our first batch of this came out about a year ago. Um, this is the second time we've brewed it. Uh, it's a seasonal beer for us. Um, but usually we make enough, and with it being as potent as it is, it lasts a little while in our tap room, and being a stout, it can age really well. I got Max here, he's the brewer. Where does this come from? What do you put into this brew itself? Like, give me something about this that people would be interested, like how did you make this? So with this, yeah, it's our uh, Imperial Chocolate, it's uh, Chocolate Coffee Oatmeal Stout. Um, it's big heavy hit of oats, of course. Um, we do, you know, big infusion of cocoa nibs. Um, we use bittersweet chocolate from the oldest chocolatier in Chicago. Um, throw that right in the boil. Um, pretty much that. Ramp it up. We this time, this time around, we do kind of like, um, kind of collab with like different coffee shops around, like you know, smaller shops. This time we use Smuggler's Coffee. What was it? Uh, War for the Dawn. War for the Dawn. This one was really good. Um, thanks, Smugglers. By the way, um, they kind of did like a custom roast for us this time. They actually. Uh, Roasted it a little more than they usually do, um, and it's kind of sticking around in the uh, beer a little more this time. Um, last time it was still really good, but I feel like the coffee fell off a little quicker than it should, but it's like hanging around, and now it's mixing around with all that nice upfront chocolatey veliness that you get from, you know, the chocolate and the coconut. So. Who comes up with the names? Is it the brewer, or is it these guys? And then after you answer that question, 
I want you to tell me a little bit about Zool because I, I just I just really think that like every time I say it, there should be like that scene from Ghostbusters where it just like Zool, like I should hear that. Um, well, yeah, all the names. Uh, Tobias does a big. He's pretty much the one that makes all the beer names. And uh, sometimes he'll be like, what should we call it? And then I'll bring up something. But it's usually us after a few beers and we're just kind of like, yeah, shooting the crap and like laughing and trying to figure it out. Zool is definitely Tobias's name, um, which it was funny because I was just, yeah, Ghostbusters, sweet. Right. Uh, Dwarves of Doom, that's also his name, but it was more so like he told me, what was it? Yeah, the one time, like, Dwarves of Doom, I'm like, please. <laughs> Wait, can we just do that right now? Like, like, let's just call it that. And it's funny. There's so many people that have come in and like, I just need that beer because it's just called that. <laughs> Literally, and that's it. I'm like, eh, I hope you like stouts at least. <laughs> that's why I picked it. I like the name. All of the all of the juicer for beers are named uh, from various forms of demonology. And um, after going through so many demons and you know, trying to figure out which ones are appropriate and, like, would work for our beers and what's The appropriate good. demons? I decided... I, dec- I think that's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. We were trying to figure out which demons were appropriate. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, you, you need that. As opposed to the inappropriate that, demons. It is a constant challenge around here, yes. <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher. That pitcher of beer. So we're going to do restaurant reviews. We're going to go visit breweries. We're going to talk to local people, uh, local interest people. You know, there's authors on the South side. Uh, there are, there are people that do all kinds of really good work for charity. Uh, there's, there's musicians on the South side that get no play. They show up and they, they, they just try to get their work out there and we want to focus on Southside musicians as well. So we're going to have them come down here. We have a nine-foot homemade oak bar right here in my basement, basement on the south side bar. of Chicago. And this There's basement, paneling on the wall. Yes, we do. The, the it's a south for, side basement. It's a south side basement. It's a drop ceiling with paneling on the wall. That's what it is with yeah. an oak bar that I built myself. Right. Because I don't have the money to pay somebody <laughs> to course. build a bar for me. So I had to figure it out how to do it me on my own. Me and you know the south side. And I'll say me and you because if I say you, of I, you and I, it would be more of a north side thing. Right? No, 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 you guys you like me and you. I want... Right. I want, <laughs> but is there also going to be a rule that we have to call it the jewels? Like I don't when, know. We'll get into that later. <laughs> but I, I feel like this is a, a a platform by the South Side for the South Side, and you know, let's let's put this uh, the South Side back on the map because it hasn't been that on the map. I think for quite a while. Like you said, when you look at a review of anything, review of best bars, best restaurants, best festivals, best anything. There's a ton of things happening down here that the rest of Chicago. I don't know if they know about it, and maybe they shouldn't, but you know, maybe we should keep it to ourselves. Yeah, honestly, I don't want... It, it, this <laughs> right? is not being done to make Northsiders come here. This is being done so Southsiders know no where their it. options yes, are and yes. where they can go. Because trust me, I mean, there are times every once in a while, I'm like, I want to try a new place. Yeah. And and I don't know what's new. I don't know what's good. I don't know what's bad. I don't know what's what's Correct. what everybody has in them because we get into these little niches and we go to the same five places. I want to kind of open things up so people right. know, you know? If you're going to take the time to drive from Beverly to Palos, you should know what's in Palos. Whoa, that's it, a big trip. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <laughs> That's a day trip right there. I mean, I got two kids. That's literally a day trip. You got to pack them up for that? Oh, we have to pack a lot of bags. 
I got a three and a five year old, man. Go to Payless? Come on. You know how it is. Let's say let's say you're going Midlothian to Blue Island. All is right. that okay? That's a little bit better. You wanna, and you're like, I'm gonna take the drive out to Blue Island. Is Blue Island Beer Company good? You know? It, what's the scene like in old Blue Island? You know, is it is are there a cool places to hang out or not? We know because we've been there Absolutely. before. There's cool places to hang out. Yeah. You know, we know there's cool places in Evergreen Park and and in Oak Lawn, and we've been to places in Palos, but nobody talks about it. So that's the plan. So are we the gatekeepers of cool places on the south side? Yeah, we also now carry the responsibility to say something is good and it sucks. Yeah, this is not good. Somebody's going to beat this the crap be out of us. Horrible, because that's how it happens on the south side. <laughs> it's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. Man, well, thanks for having me on. Thanks man. for this coming is- on. Joe Ryan's down here with us. Uh, we have Joe. Uh, Joe, you've been you've been playing basically country music for how long? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. It's been I mean, a while. I won a guitar uh, when I was 20 years old on a radio contest. I was 20, and I always wanted a guitar. I begged for it, man. I never got got to get one, and uh, I, I I called in work to my uh, little job in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, was hungover like hell and called in sick, and I won some contest uh, on the radio. Like I won a Doobie Brothers CD. Okay, and then you're entered, and I'm like, oh great, I got this Doobie Brothers CD, and it was horrible. Uh, but I got entered in to win this other contest, I guess, some grand prize, and. Uh, I get a call at work uh, like a week or two later. It's like, did you hear? You won you won the grand prize. I'm like, okay, is this a joke or what? No, you won tickets to see uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jeff Beck in California. All expenses paid, two nights, blah, blah, blah. And uh, long story short, I they called a couple of weeks after that and said there's a guitar down here that's part of this package. So you won a Fender, American Fender Strat, and it's autographed by Stevie Ray and so Jeff So you Beck. win a contest, and you're just thinking you're going on a concert and going to a concert, going on a trip, and you're like, oh, and here's a guitar. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'd been like uh, manifesting one, right? I'd been wanting one and wanting one. I mean, at that point, I'm listening to like Jane's Addiction and Big Audio Dynamite on pirate AM radio, like real indie rock stuff. I had to look up who Stevie Ray was. And then- <laughs> I mean, I grew up on old country, right? My mom and dad listened to old country music, and that's what I grew up on. And I always had a fast, and I always loved blues music when I heard it. And uh, But once I got that guitar, it made me instantly explore Jeff Beck, his influences, to Stevie Ray, his, you know. Now, where were you living when you won it originally? Where, what, where are you I, from? I grew up in Rock Falls, Illinois, which okay. is 110 miles uh, west of here. So you were brought to Chicago because of the music. That's how you ended up in this, in this area. I no, I was brought to Chicago to go to to college. To college, okay. yeah, because in small town, when you're, it's easy to get big for the room in a small town. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Right. And I got a little too big for the room, I guess. And uh, you know, yeah, I'm an explorer, right? I know that this. I know Bridgeport was a place that you were at for. Yeah, a Yeah, I was there time, before. Right? Yeah, I was there. And, yeah, and it just doesn't seem like when I was young, and friends of mine would say, "Oh, we're gonna go out and see a band," or "So and So's got a band." 
it was never this type of music. You know, Chicago, at least in my mind, or at least where I'm at here on the South Side, it's always like somebody who's trying to be like the next Metallica back when I was younger. Yeah. There's a lot of hard rock that's going on when yeah, people are playing it. There's a ton of hard rock. A lot on of the hard South rock. The big yeah. hard rock scene on the South Side. Absolutely. So it's amazing how unique your sound is. To me, it's unique for the South Side. It's not It's not the norm. Do you, I mean, it, yeah, no, it, I do you think that. that that's helped you that it's not the norm and that you've kind of, you know, that you kind of stand out? Well, uh, I guess it doesn't hurt, but I don't know how to do any other music than what I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I'm not very good at doing the other stuff. Right, you're not going to start slamming guitars around. and like, I would love to yeah, do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally up for doing that, but uh, I've never, I've never really responded real well to heavy metal music. I mean, now that I'm older, I kind of really appreciate it, and I appreciate the craft in it. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm not a disturbed, you know, I'm not a disturbed guy. Right. You know, my old drummer went to high school with the disturbed guys. Everybody but, went to, to school right. with somebody from disturbed. Right, right. right. It was like <laughs> the, the 13 degrees of disturbed or whatever. Yeah, everybody on the South Side knows yeah. somebody from disturbed. I mean, what the heck? The fuzz plays on my softball team. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. He, yeah, that's right. So, um, you know, what helps uh, me is to just, I found out to be me. And, what musically right uh and if you're a songwriter or you're making your own music you know i've made other music and and the first couple records maybe the first one was really me but the second one certainly was not me it was more of a prog rock record with indie rock influences more wilco style or something but when it all boiled down it wasn't me right so that record you're referring to of uh, i put out this year this one right here well, that that was done with a basically a studio band, not a real studio band. I mean, they could be studio guys, but some guys I uh, I've done multi bunch of shows with in Bloomington, Indiana. That's why that thing is a straight up country sound and record with pedal steel and mandolin and banjo and all that stuff. I put this out, and it's like I need a band, and it's like oh, I need a pedal steel player, and I need some country guys. And really, the country guys are really hard to come by around here. So to maintain a country, a top-notch country-style pickers like those boys on that record, I couldn't afford that. Joe Ryan is sitting down here. He's got his guitar. He's sitting here all by his lonesome. We're gonna, we're as gonna usual. Sit, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> sit back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sip on this drink that I have on the rocks because I'm on the keto and my wife wants me to lose weight and I can't have any carbs. And we're gonna let Joe Ryan play here for a moment. Sitting in Baltimore, waiting on a plane. Home, get back to see you again today. Put our favorite record on. Play our favorite song. Lord, I'm missing you. On my way home. Sitting in Baltimore, waiting on a plane. Home, get back to see you again today. Tuck the baby girl in tight I know you'll be alright Lord, I'm missing you My way home My way home Oh, it's hard out on the road Not a place to call your home My home's with you Oh, it's hard out on the road Not a place to call your home my home's with, my home's with, my home's with you.
Sitting in Baltimore waiting on a plane Home get back to see you again today If I don't make it home tonight I know you'll be alright Lord, I'm missing you My way home My way home Oh, it's hard out on the road Without a place to call your home My home's with you Oh, it's hard out on the road Without a place to call your home My home's with My home's with My home's with you You are my home You are my home That's awesome, Joe. That, oh, thanks, yeah. Name of that song is Baltimore. It's on Joe Ryan's Switchyard Sessions. Uh, if you like chickens on piano, yeah, you it's, really it's a, like it. has got a great, great picture on it. You can go to <laughs> JoeRyan.com if you don't understand. It's not R-Y-A-N. It's R-I-A-N. There's actually a way you can get that album for free there. Check it out. Think about the difference between the south side and everywhere else in the world when the south side is angry oh yeah about something like everywhere else in the world they go on facebook <laughs> and complain about they it they complain about it people are warriors people right? argue with each other on the south side you go you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna post this on facebook and somebody punches you yeah without a doubt for having the audacity to even have a facebook account <laughs> okay like how, how dare you have one of those you moron I don't even have a phone, okay? Right. If I had a phone, my wife could find me at this bar. Exactly. Like that's, that's what where we live, and I want that <laughs> flavor. We need to bring that flavor. How do we translate that flavor right. into radio? The other problem we have is how do we get people that don't have phones and use the internet very much to listen to a podcast? This is a bad idea. This is like starting the Amish <laughs> podcast. It's a horrible, horrible idea. The Durbins in Evergreen. And I got to tell you, right now, we have the owner, Shannon Corcoran, sitting here with Nancy. Nancy runs the whole thing, right, Shannon? Yeah. 14 years in February. 14 years in February, huh? All right. So you've seen a lot of changes. Like, I remember, I used to come into this place, I'll be honest with the both of you. I used to come into this place with my dad after Sox games. Shannon, Durbin's has been around since, what, 87? 1987, yep. It started in Durbin's in Burbank on 79th and State Road. Who started the whole thing? Give me the, give me the background on it. My dad and my uncle started it. And what was the idea behind it? Like, they just were like, we want to start a place? I mean, because I was asking you beforehand, like, is there somebody by the last name of Durbin? You're like, no, the first place they bought was called Durbin's, and that's how we ended up with the name. Yep, that's it. That's crazy. That's a great story. Yeah, that was it. It was just a farmhouse for years, and since then they put five additions on that. It was just a small tavern, and now there's six Durbins, seven Durbins, and uh, from Midlothian, Tinley Park, Hayless Hills, Frankfurt, and, and it's and it's Evergreen Park, and it's all a family business. So how long has this one been here? Because it feels like it's been here forever. Like I, I, I went by this when I was a teenager. I know. You're not that young. <laughs> what about what about Nancy? How long do you think this place has been here? Well, Tailgate Bills was the bar before this, and I worked like 
Tailgate Bills was the first bar I ever drank it, and I was 16. <laughs> I feel like I know this. I know that I, I, I'm completely sure that it was called Durbin's when I was walking around in here in 20 years ago. Like I, no, it, was not, it wasn't. Uh-uh. You're kidding me. And then it used to have the it, tailgate fills at the drive-through smoke cigarette shop. Yeah. Our drive-through that we get pizzas out of now used to be a drive-through for cigarettes. Right. Just cigarettes, or was it liquor too? Cigarettes. Just cigarettes. So yeah. it's a it's a long time thing. Yeah. There's something here. But the other thing is the fact that like I feel like most of the people in this area, Mount Greenwood, Evergreen Park, they kind of got an idea of what this place is, right? And they, they're kind of like, oh, it's been here forever, but you've done these huge improvements. I mean, my wife here wants me to take the paneling you put on the wall and put it in my living room. So, I mean, she, she's digging the, she's digging the layout here inside of the new Durbins. And then, so like, where, what happened? Take, take me through it. You walk in here one day and you're like, things need to change. My father did actually. We had the place up for sale for a while because it just wasn't thriving anymore. And then they came in and just decided over COVID to, since people couldn't be in here, to just tear down and start redoing and cleaning up, try to bring back some of the people that we may have lost over the years. And um, we did, a, did an amazing job. We started with the inside and uh, redid the outside, painting everything and. The roof, the parking lot, as good as we could, and trying to just go to every area and improve it. It's all come together really well. Yeah, it looks it looks absolutely wonderful, and you kept some of the things that people are used to. Nancy, I was surprised to find out from Shannon that the drive-through window still gets an awful lot of work. Like people are able to come by right now if they want to order food from Durbin's, and not only do you have the contactless delivery, but you also have basically contactless pickup because you don't have to go inside the place to pull up to a drive-thru right here with your own parking lot. I mean, it's really a great location. you got a great setup. It's it's nice because people can just pull up to the window. They don't have to get out of their car. Um, in the freezing cold. In the freezing cold. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't want to get out of the car. I don't want to get out of the car. I, I get to pull up and you just hand it through the window for me. I'm, I'm all for that. So, I mean, this is quite an operation though if you think about it because you got you got a restaurant bar you got a your big beautiful tent outside that's heated and and you have this drive-through and you have all these different ways for people to be able to get the food and i'm sitting here right now tell me what i'm eating here because we do this thing my wife's over here chowing down so i'm going to ask her about it here in a second but it's really good but I, that's the thing i never like when i used to stop in at a durbin's it would be we're getting a bucket of beers and we're getting a pizza and the pizza's great here but we're not. I'm not having the pizza tonight. What is this? The Kelly special. It's a sandwich that my sister Kelly actually made up years ago, and my dad wanted to put it on the menu. It's a filet mignon butterfly with uh, on garlic bread with mozzarella cheese, and it's our top-selling sandwich. I hate to say because my sister made it up, but it is. And then we have the Shannon special, which is named after me because my dad felt bad that it was good with my sister. <laughs> and the best part is I said, what's the best thing here? And you had to begrudgingly say the Kelly. What's, so what's the what's the Shannon? Well, it's a ribeye, which my brothers always say that my sister has the leaner one because she's much skinnier than me. So and the ribeye's fatty, but it's delicious still. It's my dad's favorite. And it's a ribeye, same butterfly, or not butterfly, ribeye on garlic bread with mozzarella cheese and it's another top seller i'm gonna tell you this one here with the filet it is 
I mean, I, I took a bite of it while we were talking, and you were laughing beforehand, like, you're going to eat while we're talking? I'm like, yeah, professional, I can eat while I'm talking. It was easy because the half of it melted in my mouth when I was eating. I think that's incredible. God, God, I'm glad to hear that. I've never, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I mean, honest to goodness, I just always kind of saw Durbin's as, hey, you walk in here, you get a couple of beers, and you, you kind of get out of here. There's some really solid food offerings that they have here. Pizza is our number one seller. Yeah, it is. It's always fun. Uh, we have thin crust, thick crust, stuffed, pan style. Uh, a big seller is our barbecue chicken, our buffalo chicken. Italian beef and jardinier. Italian beef and jardinier. Uh, you can pretty much get any toppings. Uh, ham and pineapple. We get a lot of chicken and pineapple, like California style. So we do have a big variety that are all delicious. And every Monday we have half price pizza and for pickup delivery and carry out on any size pizza on Mondays. And then on Fridays, we have half-price pizza and large uh, pizza, one-ingredient pizzas uh, for pickup, delivery, and dine-in also as well. Yeah, the pizza's a big seller over here. You know, the, the thing that I'm most impressed with is literally just coming in here and feeling like I'm in a new place. I'll be honest with you, Shannon. I come walking in here, and I'm like, wow, like, it's this is a new bar. Community place. I love the regular guys here. That's my favorite part is... All the people that come in, you see the same people at Faces every day. They support us so much. They're always wanting to help out. I love the community of the place. It's all local people that will uh, help us. If a light bulb goes out, they're going to help us put it in. Or, you know, we have electricians. The electrical problem, they're out there looking in our box, you know. We were sitting here, and we were sitting here, and a guy walked over, and he's like, hey, it looks like you need somebody to fix your door. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, I can take care of that for you. Yeah. I, I fix doors. I love this place. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Well, you made it through another 30 minutes of good. Maybe you thought it was average. Maybe you thought it was poor, but it was advertised as good, and that's what we're going to say, and that's what we're sticking to. Yeah, you made it through another 30 minutes of good. And I hope you enjoyed yourself. Because if you didn't enjoy yourself over the last 30 minutes of good, fuck you. We put a lot of fucking time into this. Like, Chris is down here fucking all. He's got a family. He's got three fucking kids. I haven't seen my one kid. His in three wife days. has turned to drinking right. all night long. His other one's got a concussion. His I other one. Of this show. His other one's shit in a tub. You fuckers don't care. And uh, a lot, a lot of. No, you're, you're like, you're like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna flip on Joe Rogan. Fuck you. A lot of time. A lot of time. But we hope you just, enjoyed yourself. Oh, this American life, they're so great. Thank you for enjoying us under the kids and family. Shut up!